Welcome to the 30 and 30 podcast, where business owners and practitioners at the top of their game share the keys to their success with your host, Dr. Joe Simon. Hey everyone, Dr. Joe Simon of the 30 and 30. Great to have you on this quick episode. Let's dive in. You know what we're going to talk about this time is I just got done talking to graduating students of a doctor of physical therapy program here in the state of New Jersey. And I got to tell you, it was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun talking to them. We dove in and we chatted about what they expect right after graduation. And, you know, obviously some of them had some really far reaching expectations of where the profession is. Some of them had more realistic expectations and some had just, they completely missed the mark, right? Some really thought that they were never going to leave college. But that's what I like about the profession, guys. When, you know, physical therapy, the first thing about physical therapy is there's so many broad strokes that you can take. You can go into pediatrics, you can work for a hospital, you can work for private practice, right? You can go and do something completely different. You can go into research. There's so many aspects of it. But you know what? One of the questions they asked, they're like, how do you know? If you're successful, when did, and the best question was, when did you know that you were successful? Good question. You know, I, I like this saying, and I cannot remember by the life of me who came up with this saying, but the most simplest thing was success is knowing the difference between obstacles and barriers. I love this saying, guys. I'll say it again for you. It's knowing the difference between obstacles and barriers. Now, that's the main takeaway, right? Because there are some people out there right now that know that they can't do anything else, that they'll say, you know what? I can't pass this test. I'll never be a PT. I know I can't pass this board exam. I'll never be a PT. You know what? I couldn't even get into the program. I'll never be a PT. But I can tell you there's a lot of people out there, friends, good friends of mine that didn't go to PT school, that didn't go to medical school, and they made an amazing career for themselves. You know what? They make way more money than most people could even imagine. But they were they were defined at that time because they didn't get their goal. Now, th- there's two different types of people. The ones that thought it was an obstacle that they did not pass the test or they did not pass uh, university or they did not pass get even to get into the program, that was an obstacle for them. And some of them fell backwards. Some of them didn't do anything. Some of them said, I lost my way. But then there's others that said, I can find my way around this. That it's no big deal that I didn't graduate, or there's no big deal that I didn't pass this test. What else can I do with this knowledge base? Think about that. What else can you do with that knowledge base? Now, I want to share this because there was a young gentleman in the, in the program, and I'm not mentioning the program on purpose because this gentleman um, asked me not to because he and he discussed with me that he probably doesn't think he can complete the program because he's failed his last class. So he was down in the dumps, dude. And I felt horrible for this kid. Now I spent a couple extra minutes with him and we grabbed a coffee. I bought him a coffee because I said, Hey, come on. I said, look, man, I wasn't the best student in college. I wasn't the straight A student, but I hustled my ass off. Now, if you're not going to pass, if you're not going to graduate, what else can you do with that knowledge? Can, is there a way you can reapply and try it again? Now, if the answer is no, that's cool. Or is it just not right for you? Is there something else that you can do with the stuff that you've already learned? Can you go into the fitness industry? Maybe. Can you go into a different industry? Could you parlay that and maybe take the MCAT? Maybe go become a doctor. But you now know what you're not good at, right? You now know that, hey, you failed at something. 
But how do you get better at it? How do you get back up and fight and keep going? So that was my kind of talk and kind of takeaway with him. Never mind the conversations I had with, when I was in, in the lecture hall speaking with them. Never mind any of that. But when I actually spoke to him directly, it was the best part of my day. Because here is someone that really had a re- realistic problem. Here is someone that was down in the dumps, that was crushed, that didn't know what to do next. The kid was almost in tears. But then I told him, hey, man, life's not so bad. There's a lot of good stuff happening out there, right? I said, look, you got a nice car you're driving. Your parents love you. You got a place to live. You're not homeless, right? So right now, it's just your ego took a hit. It's just your ego, man. It's okay. Yeah, some of your friends might look at you and be like, oh, he couldn't pass. It's all right. It's all right. Forget them. They're not going to be your friends forever. What else can you do with that knowledge? There were so many things. I connected them with a couple of different industries, and I told, I gave them a couple of different vantage points. I said, let's look at it with a different set of eyes. How can we view this, right? And that was a big, that was a big takeaway. So we sat down and we really tried to figure out what he was really good at. So look, this is the conversation we had. We found out he was good at putting teams together, right? He competed in a lot of stuff. He played sports in college. He was a busy kid. And look, I don't, I don't knock him for not being able to pass. He was just so busy. I guarantee if he didn't have all those other things going on, he might have had time to study more. Maybe not. I don't know. I threw it out there to him. But that's just the thing. So I said, if you're a good team player or if you're a good leader, do you know how applicable that is in the work world today? Do you know how important that is, being able to lead a team? Life isn't over. There's a lot more you can do with just that skill set. I can't tell you how many days I walk around saying, man, if we had one leader to carry this team forward, or one point person, or a point guard, or a, uh, a pitcher, or you know, uh, a captain of the team, we can take it to the next level. I have these conversations daily with my team. I have these conversations daily with my managers. I have it daily with my business partners. It is so important. My clients that I work with privately all say the same thing. They say, Joe, I have no one else but myself to get through this. And I said, your problem isn't the, pro- the problem. The problem is your thinking, right? The problem is not the problem. The problem is your thinking. You think you have no other solution. The solution is you need someone to help you get through it. You need that person. Now, they may be my client. I may be giving them the answer, but I sure as hell am not going to do it for you. You got to do the heavy lifting. You got to do the work. You got to put the effort in. So who is that person? If you can't do it, who's the person that can do it? Think about it right now. Jot jot it down. Jot down a couple of names of people you need right now to take your organization to the next level in 2020. It's that easy. As my cell phone buzzes off the hook (laughs) with people still texting me at this time. But think about it. I want to share this with you because I think it's super important. I want you to share this message with as many people as you can. The problem is not the problem. The problem is your thinking. How can we fix your thinking? Same thing I said to the student. It's not a problem, man. It's just your thinking. How can we make this better? I can give you some action points. I can tell you what to do. I can tell you what the cost of an inaction is. But I physically can't do it for you. You have to do it yourself. Or you have to find out, you have to find a who to help you, right? Or the who to actually do it. Now, there's people out there. Like if you're, if you're a good friend of mine who has an organization and he hired a CEO to run his organization, he released a lot of stress. 
right? Of course, he had the money to pay the CEO. That's a very different story. That's a different level. Now, if you're just starting off, you don't understand this just yet, but follow along. He had a huge problem. He was unable to grow his company because he was doing everything. He realized there were some skill sets he didn't have, especially in business and finance. Now, when he chatted with me, I was helping him with those. I was guiding him. And I said, look, I can tell you all the steps you can that you need. I can put all the dashboards in place. I can tell you how to lead your team. I can tell you how to manage your people. I can put all the tactics in place and I can build out strategy. But I'm not the person to sit there and do it for you. So who do you need in your company that'll be able to take this? And the answer for him was a CEO. So then he basically said, okay, I need to hire this. And that position isn't a cheap position. Now, some people have paid very very, I would say, let's be polite in saying they haven't paid enough. So you pay for what you get. But I wouldn't throw out the title of a CEO so easily. It's not a title you just hand out, right? You have to basically say, has this person done it before? This is how you go through the vetting process. Has the person actually done this? Is this something they're good at? Now, can I sit in a role of a CEO? Yeah, because I've been there before. I've done it. I'm doing it currently right now in some of my businesses. It's something I do daily. Can I teach somebody to do it? Absolutely. I can give them my scorecard and say, this is exactly what I do day to day. Follow along. But without you understanding what each of these steps mean, without you knowing what you're looking for, it's a big problem. So as I sign off on this on this episode, guys, just really quick, problem's not the problem. Problem's your thinking. Let's really think that through. And look, if you meet a student out there who's having a tough time, bring them up. Be gracious on the things that you've already achieved. Be grateful for the, the people that you've helped along the way and those who've, who have helped you and make sure you pay it back. That's all I ask, you know, and it's, it's a good, great time of year to even start thinking like that. But if there's people that you can help on the way for on your come up, but if there's a way you can send the elevator back down, make sure you do that. Don't be like the rest of the people out there in the world, you know, be better than that, right? All right, guys, hope you enjoyed this episode. Like always, if you enjoy it to what you're listening, just leave me a five-star review and uh, shoot me a message. would love to hear from you. Talk to you guys soon. Take care. Hey guys, what an amazing episode. I am so happy that you listened all the way to the end. There's so many pieces of information that you can take away and implement now. And that's what you got to do. You got to take something that you've heard right now, jot it down, put it into effect, right? That's called absolute implementation. So let's make sure that happens. If you haven't done so already, make sure you click on my website, drjoesimon.com. Sign up, follow me on LinkedIn, and you'll get more of this amazing information. All right, guys, I'll talk to you soon. Take care.